This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Welcome to Liquid Lunch. It's, uh, well, we just had some vegan cheeses and some mulberries that were uh, brought to us by uh, Veronica Key, my co-host today. Veronica. Hello. Hi. <laughs> you brought those mulberries down, and you said they grow on a tree. Yes, I picked them this morning in the wild, and uh, mulberries will stain your fingers and they grow on the tree that's how you know the difference between a mulberry and a blackberry well, they look a little different too but well uh, they were white which you probably have never had I, that's true and then they were dark as well two different trees and yeah. they're yummy and i and i tested it the first time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was there, have you ever had mulberries no, before just this uh, today was the first time i have free tested. food yeah <laughs> I, I think it was my first time with yeah. mulberries as well wow. and uh, i thought you know, you, t you hear about the mulberry bush, yeah, yeah. but uh, now you're telling mulberry us they tree. grow on trees. Well, remember we talked about too bad we didn't have trees in the city that were fruit trees where you could just walk along and right. pick yeah. your food? Okay. Oh, and you were talking yeah. about the homeless people you came in today, which you probably don't get up there north of the 401 as much. Um, so maybe we can talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. right now we're yes. here with uh, Dr. Kasim Farah, who's been here before. Great to see you, Kasim. Yeah, nice to see you again. And uh, you're an Islamic scholar, mm -hmm. right? And today we're going to be talking about Sharia law, and uh, there's some, uh, well, controversy about it, uh, mm -hmm. probably more in Great Britain than in uh, Canada. Yeah. Uh, but as we see uh, Muslim uh, people moving into Europe and into Canada and the U.S., uh, it's uh, becoming a topic of some contention or, uh, you know, at least people are thinking about it and talking about it, so we're going to be talking to you about it. But before we get into that, maybe can you just give us a little bit of, of your background and uh, how you came to be an Islamic scholar, your journey to where you are today? Yeah, okay, so um, actually I started learning Islam since I can say the age of four years old. I've been taken to the uh, an Islamic school to study the Quran. And you're from when Somalia? Was, uh, from Somalia, originally? yeah. Yeah, when I was four, five years old, and that's normal, it's our culture. And so I came from a family where our role is, it just naturally became that no one can reach at the age of 10 years old before they finish the whole Quran, recite all the Quran and memorize it on top of their head. Before they're the age before of 10. Before they, uh, they reach the age of 10. Right. So I memorized the Quran when I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. And then I learned the meaning of the Quran I am at the age of nine to ten years old. Um, then after that, I have been always in the, um, Islamic studies, and I joined the University of Islamic Studies. And then I studied Sharia. I got my bachelor in Sharia, and then after that, I went to Malaysia, and I did my master's degree in comparative law which is to compare between Islamic law and the Western legal theories. Okay, so and, inter and you went to Cairo University for yes, your bachelor's yeah, degree? Yeah, Al-Azhar, yeah. Okay. 
then um, then after that I my field I slightly changed my field to environmental studies and I got an, another master's degree in environmental law and policy and I also did PhD in environmental law and another PhD in marine policy and management marine environmental management and then you came to Canada at some point um, well yeah I did my last PhD here in Canada and PhD. At York University, yeah. And, and what was that in? And it was marine policy oh, and marine management. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. So if anybody needs a marine biologist. Policy, uh, uh, sorry. Policy, oh, policy? okay. Yeah. So yes. if a whale gets stuck, yeah. call someone else. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Um, okay, uh, Kasim. So now, I mean, you were telling me the other day when you came in that. Uh, because your bachelor's was in Sharia law, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. that uh, your eyes were open when you studied uh, comparative law. Is yeah, that, is that yeah. true? Do you want to just uh, tell us uh, kind of what that uh, was like? Yeah, actually, um, when I studied deeply, I figured out that um, most of the previous Islamic scholars, mm -hmm. they made mistake either uh, intentionally or unintentionally, mm -hmm. God knows what there, what was in their hearts, but they um, and somehow they undermined the Quran, which is the. I, I say it is the only source of Islamic teachings and Islamic law, but I was taught when I was in studying my bachelor and my master's degree, I was told that, and um, there are five sources or up to seven sources of Islamic studies. Uh, mm -hmm and Islamic law, and uh, then those are like uh, uh, number one, Quran, number two, the, what's called Sunnah, the prophetic tradition, and again, analogy, um, self-struggle or self-exertion, mm -hmm. what's called al ijtihad and then uh, so many things, like uh, things like, you know, community cultures and so on and so on. And then finally, I, I realized after I have read all of them that actually the only source of Islamic source is the Quran, but these are only tools to understand the Quran. I see. And they are tools which are upgrading your brain mm -hmm. to understand the Quran, not that they are interpreting the Quran. Because they, the Quran was there when they were innovated. So they can't interpret the Quran. So they're tools for people who are for, studying the Quran yeah, to interpret the Quran. Yeah, to facilitate them in order to understand their the understanding Quran. of the one source. Yes, which yeah. is the, which the is Quran. the Quran. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So now let's talk about Sharia law a little bit because I mean you studied comparative law. So yeah. you studied Sharia law, mm -hmm. um, common law. Mm -hmm. Uh, civil law, civil law, mm -hmm. the code, code yeah. coded laws. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, what did you uh, discover about? And now we have, as as uh, Islamic people are moving into mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. into the. Oh, you're getting a call. It'll stop after a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the same yeah. thing happens to me. It's yeah. live. <laughs> yeah. We're keeping it real yeah, here so on Liquid Lunch I'm today. It happens. I say to anyone, please don't call me. Please make sure you don't call me. And I have to say maybe in Somali. Is that one person you didn't tell? Yeah, I have to say it in Somali. 
فضلاً هاي سوي عنا وحن كتير على لايف كاس الله سعد مركاتك كسوا حيو رالا هذا. Sorry. Okay, great. So there's some conversation about you know there are Islamic communities in the West, in Britain particularly that I've heard that are advocating to have Sharia law in their communities. And so it's a topic uh, of some uh, mm -hmm. that people want to, uh, that, that, that is being explored, and we're exploring it here today. Uh -huh. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about Sharia law? To start well, with? so first, it is that topic which is um, quite controversial. And uh, what I would say, first of all, the Sharia is that thing that everybody, almost everybody, is either fearing of Sharia or either promoting Sharia. Mm -hmm. but. I can say only maybe 1.00 people understand the meaning of the Sharia. Okay. I can say maybe millions of people, one person understands the maybe meaning. Maybe that's of the problem. We, uh, yeah, people really don't understand they what don't it understand is. They don't understand what it is at all. And um, you know, yeah. what, what is it that they're afraid of? So yeah. maybe that's yeah. something that you can tell so, everyone. So first of all, let me begin with uh, by commenting the way you said now. You okay. said Sharia law. Almost say, uh, everybody says that Sharia law. Some Muslims and many and non-Muslims they say Sharia law, but it is not. Sharia is Arabic word which means the law, and, uh, and some other things. So you are saying the word you are self-repeating, saying twice, okay. one time in Arabic, one time in English. Right. That's one. The other thing is that Sharia in Islam, it is all about a comprehensive lifestyle. A lifestyle which is uh, encompasses everything, be it the laws and national jurisdiction. The law that applies to individuals, household, and neighborhood, community, country, and the nations. Then and policy making, administration, management, and doing business transactions. All those things are lifestyle. So it's so, basically a way of living. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> They're saying, I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> yeah. So, right. and I should tell them. It's okay. It's, well, okay. All right. Um, but that's interesting. Make sure you've got See? yourself in there. See, Veronica, you didn't know you were getting yourself in for all this I know, today, right? I know, I know. I just want to make sure he's very, on. There you are, there yeah. you are. Okay, very great. serious uh, Yeah, I think it's just a really good idea to yeah. sort so of explain then, uh, this lifestyle. Yeah, I just yeah. want to sort of reiterate what you just said. So you're saying that it's a it's a whole lifestyle mm -hmm. that applies mm -hmm. to individuals, uh -huh. to businesses, to the community, mm -hmm. to the whole country, in yeah. a sense, right? So yeah. everybody obliged uh, to their, their to themselves number one and then to their family like that right. and it also it's included like praying your worshiping God all those things it's just uh, your daily day-to-day -day activities mm -hmm. that's the meaning it is not and uh, legal codes only okay then um, God when he is explaining the Sharia says in the word which means it is a uh, comprehensive lifestyle and methodology. The methodology of doing that, that things, how you will do it. So it's a, a very specific uh, directions or prescription uh, how to uh, go about. Yeah, it's actually, life. it's mm -hmm. guideline. It's yeah. a guideline of the life that because God didn't tell everything in the Quran. Right. It's just a guideline. If you have that problem, then that's the key 
the hint of I what see. you will be okay. doing. So if you have a question, mm -hmm. you can refer to the guidelines. To the guidelines, yeah. And then you can you can apply it according to your situation, your circumstances, your civilization, where you are, all that. Which sounds to me, that kind of reminds me in a sense of like common law, mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, it's not necessarily a specific code uh -huh. that applies in all circumstances. It's uh -huh. open enough uh -huh. that it allows you to to interpret the law for specific yes. circumstances uh -huh. which were perhaps unforeseen at the, at yeah, when, yes. the, when the guidelines were created. So it's like that and then it is that just a normal lifestyle and uh, it's up to the person to apply it within themselves to do what they uh, how they know that in Islam basically is that you must have good relationship in two ways one is horizontal the other one is vertical the horizontal one is your relationship with God, your creator. And the horizontal one, is the one that you, the relationship that you have with the rest of mankind, creatures, animal, everything. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so the sh you're saying the Sharia applies to both of those relationships? Yeah. And horizontal sh and Sharia means... It's not what you were thinking. No, no, it's all it about wasn't? means doing. No, it is it horizontally meaning it is, it is not that it uh, now on this plane. Yeah, now it is. It, it oh, don't been, get into the flat Earth thing now, yeah. Monica. Because it is being meant, uh, interpreted as something which is negative, which is something which is horrifying, and like killing and so. But it is the opposite. Sharia is all about and um, being merciful, kind, lo loving and justice to everyone. Then, then why are people getting this wrong? It sounds like it's, you know, utopia yeah. almost. Yes. So what is it that people are misinterpreting? What, uh, when, I, uh, when I researched, I found that um, sometime back, maybe like uh, several hundred years ago, yeah. and there were one or two Islamic scholars who were at the, their, their time, maybe they were the best. And they were living in only a small town. They didn't know what was going on in the world. And there were no communication. There were no such uh, mm -hmm. technology and civilization. So they uh, just put their interpretation on their own way, which is referring to their culture, the Arabian culture, right. which was more like a barbarian uh, culture, killing, torturing, and uh, undermining women and uh, tribes and so on. That is where the interpretation came from. And actually, um, in many cases, it seems that it was intentionally diverted from their meanings. And so from there, I can see that some people who were not Muslim, maybe not Muslims, uh, maybe they were um, captured by the Muslims and they overtook their um, governments. And then after that, they, went, they decided to be a part of them but destroy the, that faith or that the guidelines from within. That's how I understand it. It is. Or it maybe, or, or it could be. I mean, but we don't really know what their motivations were. Yeah, we don't know what did they it, did. Yes. Right? Yeah. They may have been simply misinterpreting it, uh -huh. right? Or yeah. interpreting it for their own purposes, whatever yeah. that might be. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen the same, um, I mean, you know, think about things like the Inquisition, mm -hmm. which nobody expected. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one thing they did is that 
they were not, when they see a verse from the Quran, they were supposed, the Quran always interprets within itself. When you see one verse, number one, you have to read the passages before it and that after it, and in that context, you have to read together and then understand the meaning. So was the message yeah. uh, brought down from God yeah. to the scholars, to and then they wrote, wrote uh, it? Is the that Quran, it was not sent to scholars, to laymen, everyone. So how did this book come about? What's the history of that even, in, uh, in that this whole lifestyle? The, this book, because um, God sent it to mankind, uh, then it is um, up to the, the individual mm -hmm. to read and understand. Mm -hmm. Not that they wait interpretation from scholars. Right, right. And that's what happened. They only, they relied on somebody, and that person, maybe his knowledge is so limited, maybe he, he has another intention, he misled people, it happened. And then others, they say that particular scholar said such and such things. And they became like quacks, saying that he said, he said, he mm -hmm, said. Mm -hmm. And this is misinterpreting. Mm -hmm. That is going in up to now. And one thing which is big mistake, and uh, which is very common now, is that people do not read the Quran how it should be. Like for example, when they see one, one word, they have to see the whole Quran, how the meaning of that word is from other verses. So it has to, in the context of the whole Quran. Of the whole Quran, they have to understand it together. But what they do, they don't refer to the Quran itself, they refer to other books, which are like called the Sunnah, when it comes to the Sunni and Shia, they have their own way of prophetic tradition. Right. They have different sources. And also then they refer to um, what's called, and um, um, uh, what um, all the previous scholars, what they said. And they say that is something which was um, unanimously agreed upon by those scholars. So it, uh, I mean, it sounds like that uh, there are different sects of, of Islam, right? The Sunnis, the Shiites, for example. Yeah. So they look at, they have their own way of interpreting it, their own tools to yeah. interpret the Quran. Yeah. Um, and so some of this, uh, underst you know, they may, different sects, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as in, you know, Christianity, mm -hmm. may interpret the, uh, the law as expressed in the Quran uh -huh. differently, just yeah. like Protestants and Catholics mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. can interpret the Bible differently. Well, yeah. anybody really. It's, it's like everybody's that, yeah. own well, yeah. interpretation yeah. of it, right? That happens so, in yeah. all the religions. Yeah. Well, of course, because, mm -hmm. yeah, because we're all trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. um, so, but, uh, okay, so now what are you saying here? Because, you know, there is some, still the controversy exists, and you've already expressed that, yeah. you know, maybe a very small number of people, mm -hmm. whether they're Muslim mm -hmm. or not, mm -hmm. understand the, uh, understand Sharia, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but uh, there are people that are advocating for, mm -hmm. uh, for Sharia, yeah. for Sharia in, mm. in places like Great Britain. Yeah. So what caused this? That a small group of the people, they advocate uh, to implement the Sharia. And majority of the human being, be them Muslim or not Muslim, they are afraid of the Sharia. And the cause is that, and this Sharia, which, is, uh, which should be very comprehensive to human life, mm -hmm was limited to five cases only. 
only five cases, which, which they call al-hudud in Arabic, and in English it's called capital punishment. Oh, okay, so only five of them, they said, and all the five were misinterpreted and wrongly hijacked it to oh. different ways. All right, so let me ask you, so these five cases, are they in the Quran? Yes, but it is not the way they they, it in, they they expose it today. It is not how they think today. All right, so what are you saying? So are you saying that Islamic judges make their decisions based on these five cases? Yeah, and it's not all of them. And like I can say even majority of them, the previous ones, those who were the former scholars, made some mistakes. They are human beings. And then... And, and they are, everybody, no one is infallible. They are just like anyone else. What happened is that others, they just followed their ways. They just followed the footsteps of what the previous guys did. And those guys, they did something wrong. And now, if they look at the Quran, they can figure out that those five capital banishments, yeah. none of them is on its stage. It how, like say, one is called, uh, one is fornication, the other one, um, anyone who commits um, illegal sexual intercourse, that adultery is number one. Number two is um, what they call um, theft. Number three is a highway robbery. Number four is defamation. If you say about something, um, someone, and you defame their um, dignity, and then number five is when, um, yeah, number five is, um, uh, yeah, k killing, murdering. Right. If, you, if somebody kills somebody, then the murder. Is that, the, is that where the term highway robbery comes no, from? No, it's different. Highway robbery. <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't help yeah. myself. I was like, killing what? is the, it's right. like that if somebody <laughs> is that actually somebody in for no reason, or maybe they have dispute and he killed. And highway robbery is someone who is more worse than that. He killed maybe many people. Oh, that's what highway robbery the, is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. it's a killing yeah. in a mass. Yeah, and it's a theft. Then they these five only. Okay. The, so yeah. are these those five those are the laws. crimes that I you guess. just... Oh, the crimes. Yeah. Made, those are the uh, <coughs> capital punishment? Uh, those are the capital punishments. Those, so those, for those crimes, you get capital punishment. Yeah. Which is known as so. Uh, let's go to number one: illegal sex. What does that mean? Like, you have to be legally married. She needs to know the adultery. details. Yeah, just yeah. In case, like, uh, is there an age? Like, I, you know, I really want to know with you know, women getting raped. Like, I just want to know wh what what exactly does that mean? That means, um, uh, no matter what how what age you are in, but if somebody reaches um, uh, reaches the puberty age. Mm -hmm. It, most of the Islamic scholars agreed on that, and to reach the puberty age, which is taking responsibility, is when your someone reaches at the age of 18. Others have the, um, at the age of 15. So wherever it is, mm -hmm. when someone reaches that level, then that person cannot commit um, adultery. They should marry if they are in need of having, and um, uh, the opposite birds. So that is one. I, and if they do an illegal sexual intercourse, they should be banished for lashing 100 times. But it is impossible to testify that because then they must have four people who are, are in good credit, reliable persons, to say, I have seen 
Don't you, don't you think this needs to be updated and, and made a little bit more current? No, even... I mean, four witnesses on a rape? How does that work? Uh, well, uh, not you know, rape. Like, no, no, rape is highway robbery. Oh, that rape is highway that robbery. Is okay, yeah. that's, that's not highway rape. robbery. That's yeah. something else robbery. Yeah, but yeah. rape <laughs> is very serious. But this is okay. and with the consent of the two people. Then so, yeah, if somebody's not consenting and they're outside of their marriage, you need four witnesses. How is that ever going to happen? It never happens. But it is only the why Allah put there in the Quran is just to and to avoid it happen. Because it's just to make the uh, people that they are afraid of getting into that trouble, then they stay away of it. Okay, so, mm -hmm. I mean, what about two people who are... Um, I think we're going to be stuck on this topic. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I love it. It's a big I mean, lots of. Uh, yeah. We're just trying to get clarity yeah, I, on exactly. this. And, and and even if we run out of time, I mean, we can have you back. Yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. an important topic. But so, what about two people who are uh, committing adultery? So that's uh, both of them. They yeah. both get one hundred lashes. Yeah, They're each both one. One hundred lashes. Yeah, that's not capital. But with, but with yeah. what? With what? It's a whip? Capital. A wet noodle? Whip, whip, and somebody actually sits there and no, counts? It is, it, yeah, somebody counts. But it is the not judge. Like, it's only a hundred. Even you can count that. I lost, high, tra I lost track. I think it's uh, seventy-eight. Like no, that's, that, uh, the, that's terrible. One, they they need to be updated. Come on. It is this way. And the, uh, the lashes is not something which is very serious. You take a very small stick up yeah. to this, say, and it's just to put them small, like this way. You will not put in that way very strongly, just slightly, one, two, three, four, like that. But the main purpose is to put them in shame, that people shame, see right. it. And when they see, they see. Why this don't they guy. just do this? Shame on you. That is the meaning. That is the meaning. <laughs> Why don't they just it's do that? It, it's to make like protest, to put them in public and put that um, lashes on them, and then to say, look, this guy is a womanizer. Stay away from him. This girl is like that. It's just to to say shame mm -hmm. on you. Mm -hmm. That's the whole mm -hmm. point. But in the first place, it is impossible to prove because four people must testify that they have seen this man's staff entering this woman's staff inside and not only one time. So that's like what I'm saying. Don't you think these laws need to be updated? But then this is the main aim, the objective is not to prove even. The objective is not that people not to come in, in public, not to have sex in public streets. That's the whole point. Right. But if so they the, do it the, inside their house, nobody knows. So the, what, what he said, I think, mm -hmm. is he said, the point is not to actually punish people yeah. this way. Yeah. Because the chances of, of all <laughs> of these circumstances not happening. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. But it, what it does do, it, 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 it moves <laughs> that kind of behavior out of the public sphere. Yeah. And, and who, I mean. And the public's eyes. Yeah. And we it's don't really want it in the public it's sphere like, anyway. Okay, it's like Canada. Here in Canada, in Canada, you can't, it is illegal to have sex in the street, right? It's just like that. Yeah. So not no to pride bring there. it in public. No yeah, pride that, parade. <laughs> that is the whole point. <laughs> One day off. <laughs> and uh, when it is, um, like say, how that one was completely misinterpreted. And what happened? Yeah, because you know what, honestly, that, that sounds pretty harsh. They, they do stoning to death now. For what? They for do. For From that level of uh, giving them 100 lashes and like saying to them, shame on you guys, oh. they trans that one reached to the level of stoning to death. So what you're saying is for that same crime, 
that the Quran prescribes the punishment of a hundred lashes. Yeah. But now certain Sharia courts are administering the death penalty. Yes, death penalty. But and we don't know how they came up with that. And God says in the Quran very clearly this way, um, which is and one verse here, uh, which is uh, okay. I'll, I'll get from here, but it is that you have only in the beginning before God started even talking about this, uh, He said some uh, like uh, some words in advance, which shows that um, this law should never be changed, and it should be the way it is. It is this way, um, yeah, here. And what happened is that even this book was uh, Quran is trans Quran English version. But the translation, there are mistakes in the translation. Okay. And that mistake came from the, uh, interpret the beginning of the interpretation. Here is that God says, maybe you read it. No, you sorry. read it. Okay, it is this <laughs> way. And it is the beginning of the chapter, which, which is chapter 24. God says, this is a surah, which means a chapter, which we have sent down and made that within it obligatory and revealed therein verses of clear evidence that you might remember. So it means this is one chapter. That means make sure this, you take care of this chapter. Make sure you apply it as specific. It okay. is the first time okay. God said this is one chapter. Okay. And then said, and there are obligatories in it. There are the commandments in it. Make sure you do the way it is. Then. It says, the, ma the, the woman or man found guilty of illegal sexual intercourse lash each one of them with a hundred lashes. So um, each one of them, whether they married before or not, whether they are who or who, it doesn't matter, hundred lashes in public. But they're not specific on what, what the lashes are. The Leather, yeah. wet. No, the lashes. You know, which, bamboo. Like doesn't doesn't say. There are other verses and the okay. prophetic tradition okay. which indicates no one can hit somebody's face, yeah. when, even in the banishment. No one can hit somebody with strong uh, whips like that. But it should be something which is just a sign of. It's really a symbolic. Yeah, it's symbolic. It's, it's all it's symbolic. symbolic. Yeah. So is stoning symbolic? No, stoning doesn't even exist in Islam. Okay, okay. That's what it's he's saying. Okay, that's, that's stoning is not in the yeah. Quran. It's okay, not good. in the Quran, and it but has this is great no to place. Know this, this, it has this no stuff, place right? in Islam. Yeah. This one was changed to stoning to death. Where? Is, Who changed it? The, the, we don't know. We just see it going on. But it started from some time back, like hundred years ago. Okay. Several hundred years ago. All right. Now. Then that is one of the reasons why many people are scared of the Sharia. Uh, then the point is that there are people who change the meaning of Sharia to something which is horrifying, which is terrible, and it is not that way. Okay, so and basically you're also, I'm, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, but you're saying the same thing about cutting off a thief's hand mm -hmm. or uh, Killing uh, for uh, apostasy? Yeah. Uh, killing for apostasy has no place in Quran, in Islam at all. Actually, there are 500 verses which are all repeating, repeating to say if anybody leaves Islam, 
then it's up to them. Don't insult them. Don't look at them down. Don't and even uh, undermine them. Don't touch mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Freedom. So, okay, now, so it seems a couple issues here. So yeah. first of all, the people advocating for yeah. uh, Sharia yeah. in the West say mm -hmm. they may not have the uh, strict mm -hmm. interpretation, mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. relatively benign interpretation of the Quran that you have, mm -hmm. right? So that's one issue, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, okay. And the other issue, it just seems, is that like here you are, you're, mm -hmm. you're saying, mm -hmm. and you're a scholar, you know the Quran. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is that even Islamic judges mm -hmm. and sh Sharia advocates mm -hmm. don't understand yes. Sharia. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So what are you advocating for? Well, today? I'm advocating, first of all, Sharia is all about in people to have their own life. <coughs> so what is important is that the society, they have their own laws, which came up after a referendum, after parliament passed it, after uh, the, there were people who are uh, lawmakers and they decided to do that. So national, national jurisdictions can come from the society. And that's how it was in the beginning when Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was ruling the city Medina, it was all about consensus and common sense. It was not that by the book, do this one. People were coming together, having discussion, and then making their own rulings. Mm -hmm. So that it should be like that. Then you and the government can have their national jurisdiction in that way, which could apply to um, the, uh, the laws and uh, all types of laws, bylaws. Um, right. All of so, mm -hmm. uh, I get it. So, in other words, Sharia is not a code of law mm -hmm. prescribed in the Quran. It is really it's a guideline, a, a guideline, it's a a touch, principles that, yeah. that can help illuminate yes, that people in a society to create the kind of laws that are going to make sense. Yes. Right? Is yeah, that accurate? Yeah. Depending on their situation and their lifestyle and the, the what is what what is possible in that particular era. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now sometimes, uh, I mean, regardless of that. Yeah. So people are you're saying misinterpreting the Quran. Definitely. And so those people, some of those people who yeah. are misinterpreting <coughs> the Quran will. Mm -hmm be responsible for making laws in their jurisdiction, whatever it may be. Yeah, and the same here in the West. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, our lawmakers in mm -hmm. Ottawa are often, in mm -hmm. many people's opinions, making the wrong laws. Yes, actually this and um, their former group of Islamic scholars, who maybe I can say they were self-styled scholars, because there were many other scholars who were not mentioned or only a few people know, uh, then uh, these guys, they said they are the scholars. And what happened was they did not only, only misinterpret the Quran, they even ignored the Quran and relied on some other sources, being uh, the consensus of the uh, other scholars and what has been said by somebody and what is so and so, some other stuff, what they call prophetic tradition even, which 90% uh, could be wrong. Uh, so when they did all that, their main purpose, if you see someone who is advocating for Sharia, they are in two, two groups. One group who are ignorant, really. 
and other group, not that they are ignorant of everything, but ignorant in, about when it comes to Sharia. And, and another group who wants to rule that people. In so, other words, they're just interested in power. So it's interesting, it's a political, they want to, um, to gain political power. So in order to gain that political power, they use this matter, which say, oh, people left the God's law, God's law is this way, this Sharia, we have to, we are bringing the Sharia. But if you ask them, okay, we are bringing the Sharia, fine, but bring us one case or one even article of the law that you have, which is being unanimously agreed upon by the, all the Islamic scholars. Mm -hmm. None of the cases um, is unanimously in agreement. The, the ulama, what they call the Islamic scholars, differ in each of those cases. Okay. So there are, yeah, like one group says, okay, this person must be punished with uh, like capital punishment, imprisonment, and so and so. Another one says no, another one says no, another one says So there are not even two who are in agreement. What's the point? That's number one. Number two, who is gonna rule that Sharia? This particular section, are they ISIS? Are they this group? Are they Shia? Are they Sunni? Who knows? It is the individual who is tra trying to reach a power and he uses that flag mm -hmm. saying Sharia. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like ISIS. Which so, Kasim, is, yeah. we're just about out of time here today. Yeah. I mean, we can certainly have you back and continue the conversation. But what do you want to leave people with today? What mm -hmm. thought do you want to leave? People? Well, uh, yeah, I want to leave with the people that, um, first of all, and the brothers and sisters who are Muslim. And even non-Muslims, please look at those five capital punishments, al-hudud al-khamsa. And then take each one of them, uh, read them from the Quran, the wording. And stoning to, de to death has no root and nothing in Islam. It's opposite to, the reason Islam came to was to stop those kinds of human rights violations. Uh, which starts from stoning to death. And uh, also what is called apostasy. And a hand of invitation, that one actually, I have just drafted some words here, but we don't have time. It is very serious. I have 21 verses which are explaining the meaning of hand cutting, which all of them uh, show that cutting hand is not amputation at all. So it has so many other meanings, which all together comes to imprison the, the, uh, the person, the thief is, should be taken to the prison only. So? Just to imprison them, okay. not to cut their hands, not to um, hit them, just to take them out of the society so that uh, a society will feel, uh, will relax. All right, so I think that's a good, uh, I'm gonna, See if I can summarize. Uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, because I don't want to mm. go off base here. But it's basically, if the Quran is the word of God, and yeah. if people believe that, yeah. and you're using that to inform how you govern your society, how you do your mm. laws, then then really look at the Quran and yeah. don't, that's, yeah. you know, like look at that, look at it within the right context. Yeah, and make I sure say, it's not being manipulated by people in it yeah. only for the, their own power. Yeah, so I say that most of the Muslims are very busy in reading books other than Quran. Right. 
right. and that is why they they led to a strike. They are not on the right track. Because so they need to get back to they basics. They need to get back, so go back to the Quran. To the, That's to what the I'm base saying. book. And when you are interpreting the Quran, do not take the Quran to follow what people said, or what is called the Hadith, the prophetic tradition. But those others should come under the Quran. Mm -hmm. So every, the Quran is the only book we have. Okay. We don't have tens and hundreds of other books. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Great to yeah. have this conversation. Okay, Do you want to give you. any contact information if somebody wants to reach you? Well, yeah, if anybody wants to reach at me, then my website is www.kasimherse.com, which is Q-A-S-I-M-H-E-R-S-I.com. And uh, my Facebook is Al-Qasim, which means A-L-Q-A-S-I-M, space X-I-R-S-I. So you can follow me. Or you can follow me at my also beaches like political revolution in Somalia. Okay. Bye. Great. Yeah. So come back soon. Yeah, soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Okay, great. thank you. It's okay. Great. Just uh, we're just gonna wrap it up. Not wrap it up. <laughs> no, we've got uh, Leslie Edwards coming on. <laughs> relationship coach so we'll uh, maybe we can dive more into this whole uh, fornication thing okay Veronica all right uh, we'll be right back here on that channel.com <laughs>